My grandfather built this place and I grew up here. Do you know how some people want to get away from home when they're old enough? Not me. I think it's the location and the weather. There's nothing like a mountain sunrise or a sunset that makes you feel like you're part of something special each and every day. This place has some history. This building was the first gas station when they put this byway through in the mountains in 1928. That's when my grandfather put down roots here and got into selling fuel and whatnot to the travelers. They called it the Smoky Turnpike when the state put in the road because it sounded fancy. Nowadays, they just call it Route 250 and don't spend much money on the road upkeep. He died here in the store not too far from where you stood earlier. It was a bad death at the hands of a robbery with a loose trigger on a rusty gun. My father grew up in this store and he learned everything he needed to know in life right here. When my mother was a traveler on this stretch of highway, they fell in love right out there by the gas pumps. Back in those days, everything was full service. We'd clean the car windows, check the oil and tire pressure, and fill the tank up or top it off, whatever anyone needed. My mother was a fine woman, hardworking, just as devoted to this place as my father. She passed away the summer of my 16th year. My father joined her the following winter. I've been running this place ever since. My father expanded the store portion of the building, turning it into what they call the convenience store. When we started carrying all those canned goods and everyday items, people spent a lot more time here and money. We had reasonable prices, but some people complained comparing things they bought down the road for half as much. I tell them, you have 50 miles in both directions. You're welcome to pay for what you got here, or you can wait and get it down the road. Most of the time, people just like to complain. They pay for what they want, and then they move along. I ignore most people. I got nothing worthwhile to offer me when they come through the store. Since we got those self-serve gas pumps, I don't have to see anyone that doesn't want to come inside to buy something or use the bathroom. It suits me fine either way. Coming or going, I don't much care if someone wants to spend five minutes or a few hours. I got plenty to keep me busy here. I do a lot of reading. Or just look at that wilderness that goes on forever. People don't understand how I can sit in the quiet here. I got a record player in the back. Sometimes I listen to albums that belong to mother. Mostly, I just wait, watch, or read. You must have noticed we don't have any cell service on this stretch of the road. And a salesman, well, I get plenty of salesmen passing through here. Well, one tried selling me some satellite service, thinking it could pick up a signal out here. But I don't have much use for that stuff. Nope. There's no cell service, no cable service. I don't have a satellite dish. The only reason I got a telephone line is for credit cards. I got books upstairs and in the basement dating back to when my grandfather was an inch high to a grasshopper. I don't read too fast and some of those big words get lost on me, but I get enough from the story and no one cares how long it takes me to read the book. We've had a few celebrities stop by, filling their expensive car or those urban trucks. 
What do you call them? Uh, SUVs. Yeah, that's right. It seems like nowadays most people get those SUVs anymore. The celebrities take pictures. Well, sometimes even regular folks take pictures of the area. I don't have much need for portraits or autographs. Some celebrities and regular folks ask to take my picture with them, but I don't have any use for that kind of nonsense. No one needs a picture of me sitting behind the counter here. Sometimes those famous folks think their smiles and handshakes are all I need from them. I can't make a living with a handshake, can I? Sometimes we get fierce winters here. We had an avalanche back in 98. We got four feet of snow in 2011 that sucked this place in for two weeks. The power went out, and I still got a generator and enough fuel in those ground tanks to keep me toasty with electric lights. Sometimes we get troublemakers too. Not so often, but often enough to get attention. Mother got shot by a 17-year-old kid that summer looking to steal whatever we had in the cash register. I spent three solid days scrubbing the floor right over there, trying to get the bloodstains out. She was a good woman. She suffered some before she died. The kid suffered a lot more. My father got his head broken with a brand new hammer from aisle four. Three boys came in here that winter thinking they could get what they had locked in the safe. My father refused to open it for them. They knocked a hole in his head in the back room there. They never did get into the safe. They tried stealing junk food, chips, and candy bars and soda. We don't have a liquor license, so we can't carry any beer. Once they loaded up their trucks, they tried burning the place to the ground. I wonder if they had some remorse for killing my father and leaving his body flopping on the floor in the back room. I ask each of them that same question. Why did you kill my father? They didn't have a good answer. Not one of them gave me an answer that satisfied me. They suffered more than my father. Do you know why I told you all this? Do you know why it's important for you to understand all this? You might think you're the first person to come here and try and steal from me. And I suppose you won't be the last either. I might end up like my father or maybe my mother. It would suit me fine if I died like them or my grandfather. No one in my family was a coward, that's for sure. I don't need cameras in this place to know who's no good. I got a sense for people like you. You come in here thinking you can take whatever you want and not face my consequences. Now, now, there's no point in screaming. No one can hear you. Not way out here. I don't expect to see anyone on this road for the rest of the night. It's only you and me. And we both know what you had intended for me. Let me tell you what I got in store for you. Your screaming only gets on my nerves. We own 340 acres around this place. Do you see that tunnel over there on the west wall? That's not part of the original foundation. That's part of an old coal mine. The attic behind the door opens to the mine that runs under the mountain. Over the years, we explored every spur and line in that mountain shaft. 
Back when some misguided boy killed my grandfather, my father took it upon himself to make sure the man paid for his crimes. Down here, in the dark, he got what he earned. When that killed my mother, my father showed me how we took care of those who wanted to do us wrong. Hey, stop struggling. No, it won't do any good. Even if you got out of those robes, you'd never get out of here. This passage takes us to a special place. It's a place deep in the mountain where nobody goes. It's one part of the mine that doesn't seem to have a bottom. Back in 43, when they closed up the mine, they never came back to seal off the fissure. Now, see, look at that. Oh, sorry. Let me get that blindfold off. There, see? I know it's hard to get a good look at that hole in the lantern light, but don't worry. You'll get a closer view in a minute. What? You made these claims before back in the store. I know you didn't have a weapon. I searched you, remember? But that's beside the point. You got one of those faces. You claim you're lost. Of course, can't get a signal. I told you why. But that doesn't change things. You planned to rob me. You wanted to do me harm. Just because you don't have a gun or a knife doesn't change how you look. I know people like you make claims, but you're lying to me. You're like the others. You're just like all the others. No, don't worry. You'll meet the rest of them soon. They're down there waiting for you in the dark. 